Greetings, my friends. Blessing to you and yours. I hope you're having a good week. Welcome to the Cornerstone Podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. I am Francis Wesso, the podcast host. We have been discussing the marks of Christ in the believer. When we talk about the marks of Christ, we are talking about the characteristics that tell the world that we are Christ's followers. Paul told the church in Galatia that he carried on him the marks of Christ. In the previous episodes, we discussed qualities such as integrity, purpose, and compassion. In today's episode, we will discuss Christ's mark of generosity. It is funny to me that when we speak about generosity, immediately and almost automatically, we think of money. But being generous goes far beyond giving money. If you look at the meaning of generosity, you will find that it means being kind and generous. The website God Questions describes generosity as the quality of being kind and unselfish, especially as it pertains to sharing money and other valuables with others. The Bible has a lot to say about generosity as a desirable character trait. Proverbs 22.9 says, Whoever has a bountiful eye will be blessed, for he shares his bread with the poor. Generosity is commanded by God. In 1 Timothy 6, Paul tells Timothy that generosity is the antidote to idolatry and materialism. In other words, a generous person will never worship his possessions. His wealth will never own him. The best cure for materialism is generosity. 2 Corinthians 9 tells us that our generosity expresses God's love and kindness to others. It is easy to tell people we are blessing that God loves them. And in Matthew 5.16, we find out that generosity produces joy for the giver. As I said before, we can be generous with other things besides money. We can be generous with kindness, time, and patience. It is easy to be kind and patient with friendly and kind people, but it is hard to be kind with people who are rude or aggressive. Sadly, because most people nowadays are either stressed, tired, or in need, I am sure that you, like me, have dealt lately with many aggressive and rude people. When we are kind to that type of people or go out of our way to bless them or understand them, we are being generous. Jesus is the perfect example of generosity. When he fed the 5,000, he did not just give them a snack. The Bible tells us that every person who was there ate until they were satisfied and they had baskets of leftovers. It is also important to mention that when we talk about generosity, we are not talking about giving an exuberant amount of money. God does not measure our generosity by what we give, but by what we give means to us. In case you did not know that God measures or pays attention to our generosity, let us go to the Bible to read the story of the woman God put in my heart this week to use as an example of generosity. Let us go to Mark chapter 12, and we start reading verse 41. It says, Now Jesus sat opposite the treasury and saw how people put money into the treasury, and many who were rich put in much. Then one poor widow came and threw two mites, which makes a quadrant. 
So he called his disciples to himself and said to them, Assuredly I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all those who have given to the treasury, for they all put in out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty put in all that she had, her whole livelihood. I am sure you know the story. We find Jesus watching people at the temple. I like to watch people. It entertains me. So I love that God does too. We do not know how long Jesus spent that day watching people or which disciples were there with him. We also do not know much about the protagonist of the story. Mark does not tell us her name or age, but we know that the woman was poor and a widow. This looks peculiar to me because in those days, poor widows were supposed to be financially supported by the offerings that came to the temple. However, in this story, instead of the woman getting money from the temple, she was giving whatever little money she had to the temple for the poor. Another factor that I want us to consider today about this great woman is that she gave all her livelihood. And the only reason we know this is that Jesus declared that to the disciples. Nobody else but them ever knew what a great deed that woman did that day. I am sure that in comparison to what the wealthiest people would have given to the temple that day, this widow's offering seemed like nothing. But in the eyes of Christ, she was the most generous person that gave to the temple that day. We can learn so much from this woman. First, she was a person that had suffered loss. She was a widow, which meant she had lost her husband. Since Jesus did not mention any person with her, I think it is safe to assume she was alone. Widows without kids in those days were the poorest of the poor. Even if their husbands had money, unless they had a male heir, their husband's inheritance would go to his family. They could not own property, so most of them were homeless. They would live with their relatives, but most of them were considered burdens to their relatives. That meant that they would have to work until very late in life. Being a widow was extremely sad in those days. You would think that experiencing so much loss would have made someone incredibly selfish, but that was not the case for this great woman. Instead of saving whatever little money she had for herself, she thought about the needs of others. We also learn from her that God cares about what we give. He not only cares about how much we give, but he also cares about the heart in which we give. Many people consider Christians who give offerings or tithes to their churches or to the poor unwise. In addition, many people blame churches for taking advantage of people's generosity. Some in the church indeed take advantage of people. Nevertheless, what most people do not consider is that even if some churches take advantage of generous people, those givers do not give their offerings to the church but to God. God is who rewards their generosity. I am not in any way saying that it is okay that some people take advantage of others. Nothing gets me more upset than hearing how some in the church steal people's money. What I'm saying is that even if that happens, God still blesses the generous giver and sees what that person does. A third lesson we can learn from this woman is something that I love to share with people, which is that when we are extravagantly generous and give to the poor, even if we have little, we put a divine financial principle into motion. Proverbs 19.17 tells us, He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. 
I have a testimony to share with you. One of our most faithful partners has blessed our ministry greatly. Since most of the financial support that comes to Global Grace goes to the poor, through his generosity, he is lending money to God. A few days ago, he called me and shared with me that God has blessed him with an apartment that was better, more comfortable, and much cheaper than where he is living right now. He testified that when he got the tax-deductible receipt we sent him for his 2022 donations to our ministry, the amount he will save this next year living in the new apartment is exactly the amount he donated to our ministry. Isn't that wonderful? Please do not think for a second that I am telling you this because I'm trying to get money from you. I do not play those games with God's people. I am sharing this with you because it is the truth and it is a great testimony. God gave this young man the exact amount of money he lent to God by giving to the poor. The best part is that this is just the beginning of his blessings. Remember that God repays us 40, 60, and 100 fold of what we give him. When I was a new believer, I used to feel sorry for the widow in this story because she gave it all. For me, it meant that she was left with nothing. But that is not what the Bible says. It meant that since she gave everything she had to God, God would ensure she had twice what she needed to live the rest of her life. Of course, there is no way to find out if this is true on this side of heaven. But she will be one of the people I will visit on the other side of heaven when I get there. Believe me. I will ask her to tell me all the ways God blessed her for her generosity. My friends, we cannot say we are Christ's followers and not be generous. Our financial status does not limit our ability to bless others. We may not be able to do much, but there is always something we can give or do for others. Let the world see Christ in you through your generosity. We at Global Grace Ministries love to pray. If you have any prayer requests you would like to share with us, or if you'd like to be part of our prayer team, please visit our website, globalgraceministries.com, or write us at info at globalgraceministries.com. Thank you and God bless you.